Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Well, hello and welcome back. I'm Patricia. I'm Erica. Oh, Erica. (laughs) Well, we're Mountain Wedding Talks. We'll get it together sooner or later here. Yeah, it may take a while. Yes. (laughs) So we're back to tell you a little bit about hiring vendors from afar, you know, just choosing them from a distance. And um, we're going to get into it right now. Oh, dokey. Oh, vendors. Oh, I, I love to hate them. No, I love them. I love more, some of them more than others. Um, but I have to say, so when you are, I guess there's two different ways to look at this of choosing vendors from a distance, either, you know, you're outside of, of, of the area and you're trying to find vendors for yourself, which can be hard because you don't know who anybody is and you don't know who you can trust. But the other thing that you have to take into consideration with vendors out here is in in the cities um, or more populated areas, you you usually tend to pick the vendors that are in the town that you're going to be getting married in, which totally makes sense. Here, because we don't have the plethora of of options that you may have in California or New York or Florida or Georgia. Georgia is a big one. Oh my gosh. They've got all kinds of stuff down there. Um, you know, our vendors are very used to traveling. So if you're getting married in Polson or Whitefish and there are no vendors available in that area, you can hire somebody down in Missoula and they will go up there. Um, you know, yes. Are there travel fees? Sure. There are, uh, but it's not, it's not as bad as, as I think the, what you make up for um, it basically balances out the same as far as cost because the vendors up in around Glacier are going to be more expensive and the vendors down in the Missoula area or the Bitterroot area are going to be less expensive. Um, so, but once you add travel fees, most of the time they still come out a little less or about the same. So you're not really losing anything. Uh, I'm sure in Wyoming, you know, uh, Wyoming, Idaho, it's, do they, do they pretty much do the same thing there? You know, what, what happens for us here is Idaho Falls is pretty close. And in, in, if you think about it in proximity and, and they're considered a, a bigger city. Mm-hmm. So they will come up the mountain as, as we call it. And that's, you know, what they're 89 miles from us. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, so we can find, um, you're absolutely right in regards to travel fees. You know, you are going to spend a little bit more because, there are not as many of those unique vendors. I mean, there, there's there's vendors, yes. But um, for instance, like a balloon, you know, if you want a balloonscape or something like that, right. you're probably going to have to go to Idaho Falls and get that person. Okay. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of photographers that will go oh. anywhere. Photographers will go. I've had <laughs> photographers come in from Maryland, from New York, from yep. Dallas. I mean, they come in from everywhere. There's, there's, they have no limitations whatsoever, but 
and we'll talk about more about photographers in another thing. Yeah. But you want to make sure that when you pick a photographer and if you're getting married in a park, that they know what the rules are and then, Absolutely. And, and they know <laughs> what they can and can't do. Because we've had uh, we've had some instances where photographers from other parts of the country or even other parts of the state have come in and because they don't shoot at the at the um, the parks a lot or if even at, at all, they don't know what the regulations are. You know, they will stand in the middle of the road and feed animals, which is a big, huge no, no. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, if your photographer says, let's get this animal in, in the picture with us. Do not do that. <laughs> do not, oh, gotcha. do, do not I feed mean, things. <laughs> you know, there, there are still, you still have the vendors where we were talking about in the last episode was the, um, the horse trailer, you know, turned into yeah. um, a bar area as well. You know, we've got a lot of makeup artists out in Jackson area, oh. you know, so they really, really, um, and they're just fabulous. Yeah. You know, they tra- they'll, they'll travel down here. Yep. Um, you know, we, we do have some available, but it is from a distance and I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of beg, borrow and steal from my little Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Could you come and stay at my house? You know? Right. Um, well, but yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's some vendors that is easier for, than others. You know, obviously, um, planners, we travel, photographers travel, um, hair and makeup travels, videography travels. Where you start getting into some things where it's a little harder is cake. Because when it's 95 degrees outside, and you know your baker is three three hours away and can come up with some problems um catering if your catering has either a food truck or a trailer and they have they bring the equipment and set up and cook on site you're not gonna have a problem but if it's a caterer that does a majority of their cooking in the kitchen and then puts everything in warmers and then comes and sets it out there's going to be a problem um just because you know, it, it logistically. So try to think what other, what other vendors are there, you know, transportation. Yeah. Transportation for sure. I mean, you know, you can work with, I mean, you know, Uber and all those kind of things are kind of non-existent in the mountain areas. I mean, you can probably get, you know, like I turn my husband into a chauffeur sometimes and take it from there. Exactly. But you know, like when you mentioned uh, cakes, for instance, I am fortunate enough to have amazing home bakers that have gone viral. Really? And, and their cakes go out to Colorado and go out to Montana. So, so question about those, because we have a lot of venues that, you know, they have rules and regulations where you have to have a commercial kitchen license for anything edible being brought in. Yeah. So, you know, and if you don't have that, you're not, you you know, you can't. So, you know, there's a lot of places around here that if you have an aunt I always pick on the ants because I'm one that wants to make the cake, you know, um, the venue might not let you have it. So, right. you, you know, right. same thing with bringing the food in, you know, yes, it, I, have a, I have a couple friends that became uh, cake artists and things, and uh, they ended up having to open up a commercial kitchen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To be able to, to just hand you that cake. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, you know, the food, what do you call it? The health department. There we yes. go. Yeah. Um, DJs and bands, they travel. Yeah. They travel. They and travel. I've, I've literally uh, researched bands from Portland and Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and they will travel. And they oh, yeah. sometimes you know, lock in there, like, they just want to come out here and we don't have to pay for their lodging, but sometimes well, it's tight nice. in there. Yeah, yeah. There's the thing I know I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Cause I know we're going to talk about music later down the line, but, <laughs> you know, yes. yes, but, um, so I'm just not going to, um, yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions. Um, when, I, one of my employees uh, used to work in California at a venue. And when she started working for me, you know, it was, oh, well, I can't find any vendors in this area. And I'm like, well, did you look in this area? And she's like, well, no, because it's too far away. Like, no, it's not the, it's not the case. So, you know, just because they are some in one location doesn't mean that you can't have them. Um, But if you're having, if you're going to be planning your own wedding from outside of the state, it's really good to have, I don't know, some kind of contact. Um, You know, I've, I've helped people where, I don't do their wedding, but I'm a contact for them so that I can tell them, you know, these vendors, yes, these vendors, you might want to rethink that, um, unfortunately, uh, you know, just to give them some guidance and to make that, to kind of bridge that gap so that I can introduce them to those vendors or I can reach out to the vendors for them and say, you know, can you do this? Because a lot of times people don't know the right questions to ask either. Right. You know, you get on the phone and you're just like, are you available and what's your cost? And that's all yes. people care about, you know. OK, um, but I also don't believe that reviews are necessarily. Accurate, accurate, <laughs> um, you know, yes. I've 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 seen reviews for for vendors that. I was amazed because I'm just like, I've, I've worked with them for years. You know, I have several weddings a year with them and I have never experienced any of that. So, you know, it just kind of, and then I've had others where they have these glowing remarks because they have friends that, you know, write things and, you know, so um, take heed when you're looking at reviews. But the best way to do it is to contact somebody who's in that area and um, and get their feedback. So, yeah, you know, and when it comes to vendors, I mean, it I love to give my three recommendations and I try to give uh, a three price point. Right. You know, so that you can you can actually sample them, Um, you know, and that that was the other thing is that's why the planners are so important. We can, we can do so much for you ahead of time, you know, in regards to vendors, like, you know, Erica was saying, you can go by reviews, but you don't always get the real thing. And that, and that's, and that's a shame because, you know, you would think 
because I'm a review person too. And, um, you know, and I look for those stars and things like that. But I think that when we lean towards the vendors themselves, you know, having experience on the ground and, and being able to recommend, you know, and I'm, I gotta, I gotta get on my, my review bandwagon because I'm got, I got, I'm going to have a bandwagon. Just know that for every episode (laughs) here, Um, you know, we are so competitive um, as an industry, as a people, as, you know, just society that everything is based on how many likes you have and how many followers you have and how, you know, how many stars you have. And I actually had a mother of the bride. Um, We were looking for hair and makeup. And one of the, and there's a, a makeup artist, um, hairstylist that I work with a lot. She's amazing. I mean, she's just incredible. And because she didn't have enough pictures, I should say enough recent pictures on her Instagram, they did not hire her. Because, well, if she can't keep up with her social media, well, it's because she's so busy and she doesn't have time to do her social media because she's working. (laughs) She's, you know, so, you know, it just it it, and I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm from a a different generation. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, I agree with you. It's crazy. I just, you know, I just don't think that you can, you know, the old adage of don't judge a book by its cover. Well, don't judge a, don't judge a company by their, their social media. Um, You know, we all, we all try so hard to keep up and not everybody is in a position that can hire a social media team to post for Mm -hmm. them. And, you know, especially when they're starting out and just because they're newer doesn't mean that they're bad. It doesn't mean that, you know, they're not going to give you the service or the product that you want. Um, There are so many amazing vendors that they've been doing what they do for years, but it's just recently that they've decided to go out on their own or, you know, to, to get into this industry. Um, It has, so the amount of time that someone has, as a, you know, a wedding florist, a wedding planner, a wedding caterer has absolutely no bearing on, on what they can provide. I think that's my opinion. Yeah. So so do your couples come to you sometimes in the, in the middle of I've got X, Y, and Z already. Yes. You know, and now you're, you're putting those pieces together and going, okay, who else is going to be able to play in that sandbox? Right. Yeah. Um, You know, we don't we don't have too much of that here, which is which is good. Um, You know, one thing about Montana, (laughs) I can't speak for the other states, but I will speak for Montana (laughs) that it's a big state, but the wedding community is very small. Um, Community overall is very small. Everybody knows everybody. Um, or if you don't know them personally, you've heard of them. Um, you know, I know I make a point, I am the person that I make a point that anytime there's a new vendor, I reach out to them. I want to get to know them. I want to, you know, 
I, I, I want to support people. I know I want to help them. Um, so, and I, cause I, I never want to be in the position where I get, Hey, have you ever heard of so-and-so and And me like, no, I have no idea who that is. You know, I can either say, you know, I've heard of them and, and, you know, because I get asked my opinion a lot. Well, what have you heard about them? What are your thoughts? And, you know, I'm going to always be very honest and upfront with people. Um, I, I think that, you know, everybody has off days, off events. Nobody is perfect. Um, that's why some of those reviews, you know, uh, there was a planner in town that she got this horrific review and be perfect. I, my heart went out to her. I actually reached out to her and said, you know what? That sounds like a wedding that I had, you know, you're not alone in this. And it was, despite the fact that it was in the middle of COVID, it was, you know, this, Mm -hmm. she was sick. I mean, you know, there was, it was just like, there's all these, these elements that contributed to things that happened. And a lot of them like weren't in her control. So, you know, you just have some, some people who leave reviews that are, um, I don't know what their expectations are. I mean, it just, sometimes they're very unrealistic. So, you know, um, are your, your team of vendors, you know, like you said, when, when somebody comes to me and they already have a couple of vendors picked out and I have to like, okay, you know, I know that there's certain vendors that I have to work differently with. Um, right. You know, there's a florist that I know how she works and I know how she likes to do things. So I have to kind of change my process a little bit to fit hers, mm. um, yeah. you know, because I'm, I am not going to unnecessarily butt heads with people. Um, so, you know, it's just, there's a lot of, uh, there's just, there's just a lot of behind the scenes that people don't take into consideration. I think, you know, I know. And it, and, and, and now it makes, it makes it very difficult for couples to actually source their vendors. Right. You know, and, and leans us right back to getting advice from the experts and so forth, whether it's a consultation yeah. with us, you know, and, and going from that area, because when you're, you're hosting a destination wedding in the mountains, you know, it is difficult to put those pieces together. Right. And, um, you know, and, and we've worked really hard to, to try to make that an easier feat for people, mm-hmm. but um, you know, you really need to, kind of hone in on the things that you must have and right. the things that you can probably say, Oh, you know what? That's okay. Well, um, caterers are one. And I don't know if you've, you've experienced this, but you know, a lot of couples that come to me, they already have their venue. That's right. the one thing that they already have. And yes. that can be, that can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. Yes. Um, I agree. Because there's things about venues that sometimes, you know, they don't, they don't put it out there. Like, you know, you have to, you know, everything has to end at 10 o'clock. Know that because of that, they're going to start cleaning up at 930. And, you know, I mean, there's like all these little nuances and and they will start moving tables and and clearing stuff um, while your guests are there. And the venue might be beautiful and the venue might be absolutely perfect in every other way. But just understand that there are certain things. Um, There's noise ordinances that after a certain time, it's usually 10 o'clock. You can't you know, you've got to turn the music down, you know, although 
the venue says you can stay until 11 or midnight um, because of the noise ordinance. You can't. So, you know, or you, you have to bring in certain things. Um, I've got a, a venue that you can only use a certain size tent from a certain vendor, you know? So when you come to me and you've already gotten the, the, the venue and you've already rented the tent and it's not from an approved vendor, according to the venue, then I have to go in and fix that. Right. You know, so I, you know, there's just, there's all these little things that you don't know until, you know, um, it's just talking, talking to people. And, you know, I would, I would say that for those people who, you know, they get their, their venue first, um, you know, you can talk to the venue and, and say, you know, get recommendations because a lot of venues have, um, you know, a recommended vendor list or a preferred vendor list. Yeah. A preferred one. And they, um, you know, some are pretty adamant. That's all you can use. Yes. You know, and, and, and rightfully so because they're Mm -hmm. used to using them. They know the venue, they know how to, you know, work with them and so forth. So um, that's definitely a good, a good recommendation is getting that vendor list. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, there's just a lot of, a lot of, it's probably the most stressful thing. I think that people start freaking out about, Um, you know, oh my gosh. Okay. I want to have my wedding in Montana because I want, you know, I want to do all these outdoor things and I want the scenery and I want the, you know, want all those things, but oh my gosh, I don't know anything about there. And, and planning anything from a distance is, is really, really hard. And you don't know, I mean, you're not meeting these people. And I mean, personally, I have people that I've never met and they send me money, you know, and I'm just kind of like, and for the longest time I thought, oh my gosh, you are awfully trusting because I don't know that I would do that. Like, I don't know you. Yeah. And I'm just going to send you, you know, a couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars as a deposit or whatever. And like, I might never see that again. Like we're not even in the same state. So how do I know yeah. I can trust you? And, you know, and that's a, that's a big thing. And not, I haven't, I have not run up against anything like that so far. Um, I've heard of some things, but I don't know anybody personally who has had anything like that happen. But, you know, as, as a couple getting married outside of, of our regions, you know, it's a, it's a major consideration. I mean, it, it's, that's something that's stressful to me. That's stressful. You know, yes, it can be absolutely. And, um, you know, so that's why we come into play. I mean, you know, when you, when you're absolutely right. It didn't even dawn on me, but sometimes I don't even see my couples because we have yeah. connectivity issues right. and we're only, we're only talking on the phone and, you know, yeah. we visually haven't seen each other. So, yeah. uh, you know, an interesting, and trusting us on the ground. And, and that's what I tell everybody. I said, I'm your, I'm your eyes and ears basically here to put all the pieces together. Right. And that's, you know, and I've done things where, you know, I try, if they're in town, you know, I always try to meet with everybody face-to-face first. So they know, yes, I'm a real person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's right. my contact information. It's all real. And, um, but, you know, when when they are away, I have to really, you know, if we can't do Zoom, 
you know, I, I, I try very hard to make sure. And that's why I, I do a check-in every month so that they don't think that, oh my gosh, she took my right. money and ran, you know, um, what, what am I going to do now? But I've done, I've done walkthroughs, you know, over FaceTime or, you know, or I've recorded, you know, if we don't have reception, I've gone through and recorded everything and, you know, asked all the questions and did that and then send them the recording just so that they know that, you know, this is what your place looks like. Because a lot of, I mean, there are so many couples that they don't see the, the actual venue in person until they get here the day, a couple of days before. Yeah. they, They basically booked it online. Yeah. I mean, sight unseen. I've got a couple that, um, you know, they booked their, their venue sight unseen and they want 150 people. And, you know, the band is, they need a table because, because, and that's another thing. We'll talk about that story in story time. Um, (laughs) Vendors are not guests. I'm just going to say that. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just, but you know, they want 150 people, but they don't take into consideration, you know, on the site, it says we can hold up to 165. Okay. Well, that's great. But you're not with that 165. That is just a dinner. You're not having a dance floor. You're not having a buffet line. You're not having, you know, there's, there's a welcome table. You're not having a gift table. You're not, you know, that, that all that stuff takes up space. So where they say it's 165, realistically, it's probably more like a hundred and you don't know that. And you won't know that unless you have someone like us who can say, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Or you're going to, now you're going to have to cut, you know, you've already signed the contract. Now you're going to have to cut your guest list to make this work. Otherwise people are going to be miserable and it's going to be a really bad, bad experience. So, you know, that's my, I know. And that, and, and, you know, when we, we get back on this topic of, of selecting your vendors, it's, it's hard choosing it from a distance, unless yeah. you do have someone, you know, like us to help you muddle through that. You know what else? is um makes it even harder let's talk catering let's just talk catering let's go there because caterers will not do a tasting until after you sign the contract right 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 so you have to go based on you know, uh-huh. what you've heard, you have to go based on these reviews and, you know, everybody's taste is different and you might not like it. So you sign the contract, then you can do a tasting. And then what if you decide that you don't like anything that they've prepared? Right. You know, I mean, you know, it, it, you're absolutely right. I've, we can go into stories on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, and it's, it's, you know, and I know the reason why they do it now, um, which is because people would just go around and do tastings and, and, get, tasting their meals. and get their meals. And, uh-huh. you know, they used to charge, I mean, they did charge at, for the tastings, but they were losing money because they have to take the time to buy the products. They have to get the staffing to make the products. And then they have to take the time to do the actual tasting. So the $40 that it 
you know, cost, it doesn't go, it doesn't cover anything. And when you have people that are like, Oh, well, you know, I wasn't sure about that, but can we do a tasting on this now too? You know, so they might want two or three tastings from, from their caterer. And they they may not book them. And they may not book them. So now that caterer has lost you know, all this money. So that's why they've gone and changed to this, you know, you book with us, then, you know, the, the, a lot of them around here are, you know, it's like for two, it's free. And then for every person after that, it's like $20 or something or $40. So, and then they take, you know, once everything's decided, they take that money and put it towards your, um, your balance. Some do that, some don't. It just depends. That's another. That's another thing. You know, those questions to ask. Um, but you know, I always thought, how do you, how do how do you make a decision like that? I mean, that's really hard. Um, it really is too, especially like for instance, if you were going to a DJ, for instance, you can't hear yeah. them. You know, um, it, it, it's very difficult, but food wise, caterers being really the heart and soul of your event is one of the most difficult ones to, right. to really hold them down in. Yeah. And so many people get caught up in, well, I don't want to spend that much money. You know, yeah. I, I, again, stories, you know, I had, I had a, a couple that they didn't want to spend more than $15 a head. And in catering world, that's not going to happen. I mean, mm-hmm. you just, you yeah. cannot, um, you know, you might be able to do appetizers for $15 a head, but mm-hmm. you know, and that's, tight. and that's tight, but you know, 65 to $150 is, you know, is pretty much where you're going to get a decent and yep. people, and then of course the question is, why did they cost so much? Well, because food prices are going up, because you know gas prices are going up, and in order to get things, you know, the products from the suppliers to the vendors, it costs more. It costs more for them because now we have to pay everybody more money, and we have to, you know, we have to, we hold all these insurances and we hold all this stuff so that if something were to happen, we're, you know, you, the client, aren't responsible for it. You know that we're covered. So, you know, if I know because it's it, yeah. it's all the operating costs that that really our clients don't realize go into our businesses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I take a look at the caterers and you want, uh, I call walking waiters, yeah. but I mean, pass yep. Yep. you know, you're paying for that person that's right. carrying that meal. And, um, and, and you're going to pay, and it's, it's going to be probably 16 to $18 an hour for that person. Yes. And a lot of caterers have a, you know, an hourly minimum. So you have to have them for at least four hours. So, you know, it, it's like everything adds up. Um, it really does. I mean, you know, and it, I mean, I, I look at, let's say past hors d'oeuvres. If you have a sit down meal, um, all of that is an incredible cost. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the answer to how do I cut my cost is, 
cut your list. You know, you have to cut your, your guest guest list. Um, you know, I honestly, I don't know 200 people. I mean, that I would want to, (laughs) to spend (laughs) here, here. (laughs) I'm just saying, I know. I mean, I know, I know 200 people, but I just don't know that that, you know, it just, it, it baffles my mind, but, um, yeah. but you yeah. know, and if you do have lots of aunts and uncles and then their children and their grandchildren, I right. mean, it could be, but you know, you're correct. And it's, you know, sometimes the parents first time to have a big shindig. Right. So that's the other thing, but you know, people don't want to, you know, they, and I know we're getting into the guest list thing. People don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, they want to mm-hmm. make sure that everybody feels like they're invited, but you know, sometimes you have to make hard decisions. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, you know, I've got, I've got some couples that are just perfect. You know, they're just going, this is it. That's all right. I can see yeah. the hard line and mm-hmm. the, the vendor that we've chosen. This is how much we can afford. So this mm-hmm. is how many. The other thing. The photo- yeah. Photographers, you know, I get, why are photographers so expensive? Well, you know, um, they have, they do, and they do have a minimum that they will only shoot. I I think like the least one that I found is six hours. Everybody Mm -hmm. else is either eight or 10. And, you know, you're, you're paying for their time there. They've got equipment. They have, you know, they've got to edit all these photos. They've got, you know, there's, there's all this background stuff there's all these operating well you know it's sort of it's sort of like being a doctor you know you've got all that education and right and you know certifications that you need to go through but the editing portion of it oh my gosh gosh. i have have several photographers that have one price point yeah because it's unlimited they're there from the beginning to the end yeah you know so that's what they've chosen and they feel that they can get that market and and they're fabulous yeah well, and that's, and that's, you know, a lot of vendors, you know, you are paying for their experience. You're paying for knowledge. You're, you know, you're not just paying for the work and, right. you know, right. or the product you're paying for, you know, they have years of experience in this. They know what's going to work and what's not going to work. And, yeah. you know, our job as as the wedding team is to make sure that all your vendors work together as a team and you know we help each other out and we step in for each other i know at least i know what at my events you know if somebody's if if the catering is falling behind and they need to clear plates i'm in there with my staff and we're helping them you know bus tables um you know the bartenders you know we're all uh, tip serve certified or whatever. And, you know, if the bartender, something happens and they need to take a break or it's overwhelming that all of a sudden somebody gets slammed, you know, me and my staff can jump in mm-hmm. and, and help them. Um, so, you know, it, it's, you're not just paying for that thing, right. you know, there's, there's a lot right. more to it. And absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to look at, um, with vendors. Uh, it's, I think it's probably the hardest part of planning. It is. It's putting all those pieces together and, and, you know, 
because each client is so different and unique and they, they want different things. Right. And, uh, you know, and majority of them, I mean, well, I wouldn't say majority, but price is a big factor. Yeah. You know, and, um, and I have my favorites and they're not always my favorite, but you know, right. yeah. And it's because, you know, I try, one of the things that I try to do um, when I recommend vendors is I, I, I like to kick in consideration the couple's personality and how they, you know, how they respond to things and how they work and, and how receptive they are and, and kind of the overall picture, because you know, that's going to determine some of my vendor choices because there's some yeah. vendors that are like, look, this is what I do. This is how I do it. Do not question me. And we're good. Right. And for some clients, that is the exactly what they need. But other clients, they want a vendor that's a little softer. They want, you know, well, let's sit down and go through and, you know, see what we can do. Yeah. You yeah. know, they need to, they need to have their hand held a little bit more and, and to be a little softer with them. So, you know, it, it's, and that's something that you don't know by looking at a website, by looking right. at reviews, right. you know, you, you have no idea what, what they're like, you know, on, on site for that day. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've had, I've had clients check references, mm-hmm. you know, and have done it on me as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so that is labor intensive for you. Right. You know, but, um, and as I said before, you know, that's, that's the reason why we come into the picture, you right. know, and, and we really help with that fashion, but, um, you know, getting back to getting gosh, vendors from a distance, you know, I have my challenges out here in Wyoming, especially yeah. because not, you don't have as many to choose from. Right. That's, that's the obstacles I'm yeah. facing. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and that comes down to making sure that you book early enough, because yeah. if you've, you know, if, if like right now you've got a wedding in October, forget it. You're not finding anything. Everybody's booked. I mean, this, this season is pretty, is, is just about done. So, you know, you got to look 2023. So if there's yes. a particular vendor that, you know, you know, you've read, um, you know, testimonials that, that have been given on that person and, and you really get a good feeling about them and that's who you want, you need to, as soon as, as soon as you get engaged, you need to, you know, you might not, yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to jump on getting your date because, you know, obviously you need a date to book anybody. So, you know, you need to work. Pretty have you, but have you come across any vendors that said, um, I'm not booking 2023. It's too yep. soon. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and uh, you have that issue as well. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot that, you know, it didn't used to be that way, but uh, recently it's there. And the, there's planners that do this too, that they will wait until, uh, to book that year, January of that year. And then it becomes a mad dash. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I understand, you know, in a way why some of them do that as well, but you know, I, I'm planning all the way out to 2024. So, right. But you know yeah. what? I don't have any like caterers. I don't have caterers that say I'm not booking out yet. Yeah. Um, I don't have venues that say, 
no, you have to wait until, because those, you know, um, you know, the big three, the, uh, the venue catering and photographers, those are the ones you can book out. I don't know anybody of those three that are, that wait until that year. It's the florist, the cake, um, the planners. Those are the ones that are kind of like, you know, I'm going to wait. Yeah, now, with planners here, it's, you know, if you're doing a full planning or, you know, a, a partial planning, custom planning, whatever, then they will book out. But if it's just like the day of month of, they won't do it until like January of that year, mm-hmm. just because they want to make sure that the big events get filled in. And then, yeah. you know, because the, the day of month ofs are, they're not, they're not as labor intensive for us so it makes it a little bit easier yeah it does and you know i'm i'm getting a lot of those inquiries right now yes yes once um i usually get slammed with the day of um february march april Mm -hmm. that's when everybody goes oh I know like what's going to happen. Okay. I've got everything planned, but how am I going to make this happen? Logistically, you know, uh-huh. this isn't going to happen. I get a lot. Of, and I do get a lot of moms that call me. Yes. Um, because mom know, doesn't like, want it to happen because it's going to fall on mom. Yeah. And mom's like, I don't want to do this. I want to enjoy yep. my, you know, daughter, son's wedding. So I need, I need you to just deal with this. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. That's it for me in regards to vendors. I mean, okay. I, you know, yeah. I just don't, I do, you know, it's, it's basically client by client and we, we get through it and yeah. we go from there. Um, but yes, booking your caterer, your photographer, usually the, the couples come with the photographer already because yeah. they've done because their engagement. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, you I just got engaged yesterday. And so, and then they're, <laughs> yeah, lost their mind. And said, oh my gosh, right? I need everything. <laughs> All of it I now. Because, you yeah. know, they've called me first and that works really well. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, as far as when you're looking for vendors, you know, if you're choosing to do your vendors on your own, um, don't necessarily worry about location. Do ask them, you know, if they do travel and then, you know, compare the prices of a local a local vendor versus one that's going to be traveling and compare the prices to see what's what's going on. Um, you know, if if you've already booked your venue and you're, you know, they have a preferred list, get that preferred list to help you um, with, with your vendor selection and never be afraid to reach out to any of the planners in the area. Um, you know, we like to help people. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's our thing. That's our thing. (laughs) So, and, and we will, you know, we have no problem, um, you know, helping people out just to find a couple of vendors here and there. Most likely, you know, like I have a package, of course, there's a package involved, you know, um, you can do an hourly rate or, you know, I've, I've got a, I've got a virtual planning package for, you know, a couple hundred dollars that I will just, all I do is find your vendors for you and, you know, make the contact and make sure every, the contracts are right and, and, and all that. And then, um, you can, you can handle everything else yourself if you choose. So but 
Well, Don't, just because you're far away doesn't mean that we can't make things happen because we can. We can because I travel over three or four states. So. <laughs> yeah, you do. There you go. <laughs> She's all over the place. So, all right. Um, again, if you have any questions, um, if there's anything that we did not cover that you're or we brought up something that, you know, triggered a, a question, um, go ahead and, and you can email us at hello at Mountain Wedding Talk and uh, we will respond back to you either in an email or maybe in a future, po- you know, podcast. We'll we'll call you out on it because we like to do that. <laughs> so. Um, to wrap up the month, oh my gosh, we are going to do wedding stories next week. I'm so excited mm-hmm. because wedding stories are so much fun. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, you can, you're going to, you're going to hear all the, all the good, the bad, the ugly um, of, of what's happening. So with that, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in and uh, listening to what we have to to say because you know we're just two crazy planners out here trying to yep. what did you say we were two kooky planners two kooky planners <laughs> okay <laughs> great i now i have to find a sound bite all right we will we will see you or hear you or whatever it is that we're doing next week have a fabulous week ahead of you and We'll talk to you soon. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.